thought you were going to say a nude picture. This is like dusting off a nude picture. <laughs> hey, what's this doing in the back of my closet? Sweep, sweep, sweep. Oh, that's my penis. Oh, God. <laughs> what did I do with this thing? Why did I leave it in the back of my closet? When did I take a Polaroid of selfie? When did that happen? How does one take a Polaroid selfie? Yeah, because that's a heavy camera. So you're like, huh? <laughs> Oh God! And then you had to, and then you have to do the whole this. You have to, you have to air dry it. You shake it out. Mm-hmm. Wait, which thing are you shaking out? The Polaroid or, your... or the penis? The Polaroid I mean... or the penis? That's a great band name. <laughs> Polaroid or the penis? The Polaroid or the penis? <laughs> I love it. Polaroid or the penis? That's a good band. That's that's what the sexual legends were called before they became the sexual legends. <laughs> we're the sexual legends. <laughs> formerly a, known, for, for, formerly known as the Polaroid of the penis. <laughs> we didn't we didn't get much traction on that name. People wouldn't book us for anything. <laughs> I think it was the Polaroid part. It's outdated. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I think we only we only used to have two gigs a year for about I don't know five years, and well, then and then disposables came around. <laughs> <laughs> and then disposables came around, and then the iPhone. Now, what was before the iPhone? What was uh the uh, Samsung Galaxy? I yeah. don't know the Android. Yeah. Samsung's, the Nokia's, the you rumor, take, uh, the Blackberries. Allison said she shouted from the the hilltops. The Palm Pilot. Yeah, but I was trying to think because no, because there was a series of cameras that came out before. Uh, that came out well, the before you know the phones got big with the cameras, but there was the the small little handhelds like the Canons. Yeah. Uh, 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 the Panasonics, those the little small handheld cameras. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, I can't remember some of the other ones. The Elf. The Elf. That wasn't that a camera. The Elf. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you're right. Uh, was there a number attached to that? I feel like there was a number attached to that. It would be like the Elf five twenty or five thousand or something. The iPhone six. The yeah, it was the. <laughs> we are we went from seriously? The elf to the... Are we on the iPhone ten already? Is that? Am I misremembering that? No, no. Uh, I think we're even on the 10XX now. I still have a fucking iPhone 6. Like, when did the 10 happen? Where was the... I remember the iPhone 8, but I feel like we skipped 7 and 9. Yeah, the iPhone 8 came out two weeks ago, and then... <laughs> they're just doing it by twos now. iPhone yeah. 12. When they get to 20, they'll do it by tens. This is the iPhone 20, iPhone 30, iPhone 40. How yeah. the fuck are they coming out with them so fast? I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I, I, well, I remember the seven, but I don't know. They they literally do. They come out. So, oh, hey, man, we got the iPhone seven. It's coming out. It's revolutionary. This phone is going to change your life. And then 48 minutes later, they'll come out with the iPhone seven S. And then a day and a half later, they're like, we have the new iPhone eight. And then this, so it everything you do is obsolete at that point. Yeah. We as human beings are obsolete. <laughs> that, that's what technology has done. We, it has just made us obsolete. Absolutely. <laughs> that's that's why people have multiple kids. 
you're technically if you if that's your firstborn, that's your iPhone five. Your your second your secondborn is your iPhone seven. I'm just gonna name my kids Capuro and the number. <laughs> you are the Capuro one. You're the Capuro two. Capuro three. You don't name the Capuro one. It's just the Capuro, the iPhone. The Capuro. And then okay. you've got the iPhone two, Capuro two, Capuro three. You, my tenth child, are the Capuro X. How cool is that? How cool is that? Dad, why'd you have so many kids? Because I'm trying to prove a point. Because <laughs> I've got to beat iPhone, goddammit. I've got to beat did, Apple. Wait. Hi, everyone. It's me. Hi. Is it, is, it, is it you I'm looking for? Hello? Is it you <laughs> I'm looking for? I don't know. Oh, I you were going with Lionel Richie? I was going with Adele. So it oh. should be Adele and Lionel Richie. Those two Lionel songs, Adele. those hellos sound exactly alike, so I can never tell which one it's supposed to be. Oh, okay. I thought it was just me, but no, you're right. They do. Yeah. Hello? <laughs> is, is this is Lionel me? or Adele? <laughs> is it Lionel or Adele? See, if you put them side by side, you'd never know. <laughs> they look exactly the same. They sound the same. <laughs> Yeah, I've never seen see... Lionel and Adele in the same room. Oh, yeah, I my can just God. See... I can... Nope. Oh, wow. You're right. <laughs> I've never seen Lionel Richie and Adele in the same room. Yeah, even at the Grammys, they would always cut to Lionel Richie. And then on the way other side of the theater, it was Adele. <laughs> and he just ran across and changed clothes. <laughs> put, on, put on his makeup and his wig, and it was just Adele. <laughs> Uh, Hello. Good. Good. Go, Lionel. Lionel uh, Richie. So, hey, folks. Hi. Welcome to this, the fr 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 episode of Shoot the Shit. Oh, yeah. I'm, who am I? Which one am I? I'm the Fog, right? It's been a while. You are. You are, in fact, uh, the Fog. I am the Fog. And he is. My name is Lude. And we are Loud in the Fog, and we record podcasts. Um, we record podcasts just in the to, podcast Just way. to catch you all up, in case, in case you missed the first 30-something episodes of the season, uh, we record podcasts. That's what we do. Uh, yeah, we're, we're assuming if you have a podcast app and you said, hey, I'm going to listen to a podcast, we don't want you to be lost and think that we're not giving you a podcast, because that's exactly what we do. We, that's, that's what we do. That's what we're doing. Uh, yeah. So in case you missed last episode, uh, Joseph was chased by the police. Uh, we were left on a cliffhanger where he is at the edge of a building and he's like, I don't know if I should jump or not. Uh, and then some police came up behind him and they're like, don't move. And then he's like, I might jump. And they're like, don't do that either. That's moving. And he was like, I might. And then it went to black and the credits came up and it said created by David Boreanaz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was weird. He, and then for some reason, at the end of it, he was like, I, I need you to yell bones as you fall. <laughs> bones! <laughs> not Angel, by the way. Not, not, no. not the show he's really known for. <laughs> bones! Uh, bones is no more. He's, Last season of can Bones. Can you take that again? Can you, can you scream Angel next time? Oh, David, I can't, <laughs> can't, <laughs> can't jump off a building twice. David, I'm pretty sure I broke my leg and everything else on that fall. Uh, oh, oh, what did you break? Oh, my bones. Your bones! <laughs> uh, so, a, a, a note on sound quality here, folks. In case it sounds like Joseph Joseph is like in another room on a telephone, he is. That's that. He sounds like that because he is. 
a, a he's basically across the country from me and on a telephone. Uh, so I'm in my office and I am on a microphone and he is connected through on telephone because technology is an amazing thing, although it has made us all obsolete. So uh, in in classic shoot the shit fashion we're like 10 minutes into our recording and we haven't talked about anything of value yet so why don't we get to something of value welcome Uh, to the something of value i think that's copyrighted i don't think we can say that welcome to the circus of value (laughs) shit that's a lawsuit oh damn it uh, yeah, let's say I didn't say circus. I said something welcome, of value to you. <laughs> welcome to the Cirque du Soleil of value. There you go. Now we're not going to get sued by but, Bioshock Industries. But we will get sued by Cirque du Soleil. <laughs> How dare you mention our great circus on your podcast. I will peace on your podcast. Here is my phone. Here is your podcast. I peace on peace it. On, you just pissed on your phone. You just... <laughs> I know that. I know. Your phone's covered in piss now. It's, look, I don't need your your American sis. Um, My, I'm I'm just pointing out that you have pee on your telephone. That your own pee that came from your penis. I, I have the iPhone 11 and it is urine resistant. They've thought of everything. <laughs> they oh man, those guys at Apple they. They just, they just, man, every scenario, they, they test that phone so much. <laughs> well, we've, we've dunked it underwater and it's fine. Uh, we've buried it in, uh, <laughs> in the ground for two weeks and it's fine. We let dogs mm-hmm. chew on it. It's fine. What haven't we done? What tests can we run? Uh, has anyone peed on their phone? No, 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 none of us have. No. I dropped mine in a toilet, but it was, it was, fl- it was already flushed. It's just clean water. Well, we better mm-hmm. pee on our phones. Yeah. Can we get the molten lava test next? Uh, yeah, it melted still. That's we still haven't figured out how to get past that one. <laughs> that's that's what they have trouble with. He's like, well, man, in case anyone decides to go lava watching with their phone, I don't know how we're gonna get past the lava. He's how like, are they gonna we'll get their phone the back? <laughs> you can't get good reception in a lava pit. It's just. It's a... Like, I want to make sure, <laughs> folks, I want to make sure that if someone drops their phone into a pool of lava, they can reach their hand in there and get their phone back out, and it will still be in working condition. <laughs> their phone or their yeah. hand? Which... I was say, fuck their hand. <laughs> and then that's, that's when Apple starts making cybernetic organisms like the Terminator to make you able to even handle your phone. Ever lost your hand trying to retrieve your phone from a lava pool? Well, now there's eye hand. There's eye hand. <laughs> we can replace any limb. So in case you drop your you drop your phone and anything super hazardous to your health, we got you. Apple paving the way. And your new limb autocorrects your movements. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, hey, buddy. Hey, do we yeah. have any? Do, uh, oh god. Oh, you go oh, ahead. God. I was just going to say, do we have any segments before we get to our, our main event? Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. I was going to say, hey, buddy, do you have a favorite thing right now, this week, this month, oh. this year? Oh, I'd say a favorite thing. Favorite things. Favorite things. All right, what's your favorite thing, buddy? My favorite thing of the week. Let me, let me think about this. Oh, I've great. actually been thinking about this for, for We're gonna a while. We're going to have 20 minutes of silence while you think about your favorite thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, because in that 20 minutes, I don't say a damn thing. I just, I am so focused on that favorite thing. I'm like, what could it be? Uh, uh, <sighs> I take up a drinking habit, a fucking Coke habit. You know what my favorite thing is now? It's Coke. But my favorite thing is Coke. I love Coke. <laughs> oh, you know what my favorite thing is now? It's Coke and crack and Coke. Uh, I need some Coke. I need some crack. Buddy, I'll be right by, back, buddy. By any chance, did you take up Coke? Uh, oh, he's gone. I got some coke, buddy. I think I ran over two pedestrians, a cop, and the and the cop's family. Either way, I got my coke. 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 <laughs> By the way, my favorite thing is uh, 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 the Bible. <laughs> God said, "Take lots of coke," so I did. <laughs> and God said, "Let there be coke." And there was a little bit of Regis Philbin on coke. <laughs> so I did. Let there be coke. Let there be coke, and I took it. <laughs> All right. Let's play. Who wants some Coke? <laughs> uh, who wants to be a Coke addict? <laughs> who wants? To... All right. Is it A, me? There are no other options. <laughs> and then, and then, instead of uh, the 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 uh, the podium that he has, the electronic podium, it's just a mound of Coke. <laughs> he's and he's talking into a coke microphone. Yeah, just just this fucking just this coked microphone, and he just every time he talks into it, he just this puff of smoke just ever all over his face. Whew, <laughs> <laughs> coke. <laughs> I have over a million so, viewers. So, uh, getting back to the question at hand, what's your favorite thing of the week, buddy? Favorite thing of the week would probably have to be. I think, honestly, buddy, uh, the one of the closest things that comes to mind is I have found a new love for the the grappling arts. So, like throwing, like Batman throwing a grapple up a building. Yeah, yeah, gra- grapple. If anything that has to do with gra- a grappling hook, where I draw it or I I sing to it or I just throw a grappling hook, uh, I am just I'm in love with grappling. No, no, no. Um, uh, grappling arts being um, uh, jujitsu, judo, uh, maybe a little bit of catch wrestling. Um, for the past for the past few months, I've actually gotten pretty. I've gotten pretty fascinated with the art of grappling in in my uh, uh, in my martial arts journey. Since I was a kid, I was always a striker. Um, I, I know how to I know how to throw a punch okay, and I can throw some kicks and everything. Uh, took a little bit of boxing and taekwondo and uh, various other things growing up. Um, uh, man, I was never that good at it, but you know my 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 base uh, uh, techniques are all in striking. But I never I never quite got the. Uh, I never really realized how much of a of an art form and there's a finesse to the grappling arts especially especially in jiu-jitsu and uh uh in judo um judo's not uh, quite as centered on the ground as jiu-jitsu but judo there's a lot of these there's a lot of really cool technical throws and um you know these submission locks that you can do and uh, it's supposed to be it just it's really cool. I, I don't know why I've been I've been really obsessing over it for the past, uh, you know, a few months. And uh, 
I watch a lot of videos on it, and so I guess honestly, it's my favorite thing of the past two months. Did you watch any judo during the last Olympics? Uh, no. Well, no. Um, I didn't get. It. I've only only what I saw on YouTube because uh, I don't have cable. Yeah. Um. Sucks. Were, were you Were you watching? Did you see some of the judo stuff? I watched like one one judo match. I nice. am I am not as interested in it as you are uh to watch it. Um I uh I am however interested in the idea of you going up a sumo, going up against a sumo wrestler. <laughs> oh dude. Here's the thing. Here here's what's funny about that. It would be hilarious because I know as soon as I try to do anything, he would just push me or like lay on me and I'd be done. Yeah. And I just I would I would I would just be down there screaming and nobody would hear me because he's just like, uh huh. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, if a sumo wrestler just, like, flopped on top of you and you would just hear the crack of every single one of your ribs? It would be like someone cracking their knuckles, but it would be your ribs cracking it'd all the be, way down. Yeah, it'd be my ribs, my ribs protruding out of my fucking oh, soon-to-be-dead body. And, and the worst part is the sumo wrestler would be dead because your ribs would, like, jut out through you and stab into the sumo wrestler. <laughs> so you'd have a dead sumo wrestler on top of you, and you're just like, help me. But no one can hear oh, you because there's a yeah. sumo wrestler on top of you. Yeah, as my fucking – all my inner – chest organs just leak out of my body and this this decomposing sumo wrestler is just on top of me how is he decomposing already he's <laughs> been dead know, for he's... like 30 seconds <laughs> i don't know god he smells so his... bad been dead for a week look how bloated he is he's bloated he's a sumo wrestler um what's funny buddy is that if if i was a if i was a skilled jujitsu or judo practitioner or a grappler I wouldn't know exactly what to do with somebody who was that much bigger and be all, okay, okay, here, here's what I'm going to do. And then boom, all of a sudden I have you submitting because I have sure. you in a certain joint lock. Sure. There's people on there. It's fucking trippy how, how I see these tutorials and I've seen these, these exhibition matches of these, of these jujitsu practitioners who were, <laughs> they're, they're probably smaller than Lilo and way probably, just as much but these are guys and they're submitting dudes who are 240 pounds so just on just just on technique alone so it's, they're it's like crazy. warriors of kiyoshi yeah pretty much <laughs> wait did you just make an avatar reference what oh, what he watched avatar what yeah i did i did i did <laughs> watch avatar I, you son of a bitch i watched i've seen four episodes of avatar at this point the kiyoshi warriors the lady warriors are you proud of me I'm so proud of you, buddy. You, if yeah, we were in the same I area, I would I would make out with you. I would I would accept that make out. I I I am watching this because I want you to be proud of me. Also because it I hear it's a good show. Um, but so that would probably be it for me, buddy. I, I've had this this really kind of this heavy fascination with with the grappling arts of judo and jujitsu and even some wrestling and and just the kind of uh, um. There's there really is this kind of physical and mental fortitude that has to go with 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 grappling, and it's really uh, man, it's trippy. It's trippy to see some of the shit that these people can do. So there's my gay answer, gay buddy. Uh, how about me? My favorite thing of the last few weeks is uh, is a a game that I played recently called Everyone Is John, and I'm not going to go into too much detail about it because it's not mine to share, per se, and I don't want anybody, like, stealing it. But uh, it is, in essence, a 
it's a short form D and D like experience. Um, it's a role playing game uh, mm-hmm. where everybody plays the same character. So you're all trying to control the same person and make that person do what you want them to do while everyone else is trying to make the character do what they want the character to do. Um, it's it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And that's as much detail as I can give, unfortunately. Uh, but we had a rollicking night full of role-playing goodness uh, and camaraderie. And then we all got drunk and had an orgy. And then we had a real camaraderie. 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 That'll be the name of our foot fetish, footloose porn. I I think that should be the name. Rodery should be the name of a butler in a porn. Come, Rodery. Come, Rodery. Come, come, Rodery. On my way, sir. Is how old is Rodery? He's like the eighty-nine-year-old butler. If his parents named him Rodery, he was born. He was at least born in the thirties. <laughs> Yeah, I'm coming. Uh, yeah, yes, I'll be there right. soon. Just soon, it just sir. takes me ten minutes to He's... take a step is all, but I'll be there <laughs> very shortly. Once I am there, sir, I promise I will work diligently. <laughs> sir, would would you like milk in your tea? You would, right? Let me get that for you. 20 minutes later. Sir, I regret to inform you that the time it took me to get the milk from the fridge to your tea, uh, the milk has spoiled. (laughs) There will be no milk in your tea. Also, your tea is cold. It's cold now. I believe believe it has evaporated (laughs) from the cup. It took him like two days to get from the fridge. Back like to the fridge and back to the tea, mm-hmm. and it was and yeah, it's been four. It's 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 like four feet away. I want to play everyone as John with that butler being the character that everybody controls. <laughs> everybody has to be Rodri. Everyone is Rodri. Oh, uh, and the game is a... called Come Rodri. Come Rodri. Um, that's actually a great name for a group game. Come Rodri. That is. Do it, buddy. That's hilarious. All right, and that sounds cool. I want to play that game. It, yeah, next time you're in town. Or next time I'm in town there, we will play. I will I will DM it and we will play. Hey, buddy. Yes, buddy. Uh, I have a fan question here. Uh, oh, you got a fan I, question? Yes, I want to I ask you this fan question that we received. Um, we, we have re- a fan? Oh, we God. received this by email, um, and the person asked us not to disclose their email because they don't want to get emails from people. So that's fair. So I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, it just begins with uh, Tigger and ends with at gmail.com. And in the middle, it's fanatic like crazy. So it's Tigger fanatic like crazy at gmail.com. Yeah, uh, but we don't want to. We don't want to disclose that because they don't want to know. Right. Yeah. And, and we don't. Yeah. We don't want. We don't want Tigger uh, fanatic like crazy at gmail.com getting a bunch of of hate mail from our fans. Uh, no. The way that we do. Um, so uh, this uh, this person whose name and email we will not will not disclose uh, wants to know. Uh, what is the first thing you ever learned how to cook? The first thing? Oh. Uh, meth. (laughs) (laughs) I was like Jesse Pinkman. I was like, you want to cook crystal meth, bitch? Yo. 
<laughs> Yo, bitch. You want to break bad and cook crystal? So for the uh, in, enlightenment of our fans, uh, how do you cook meth? Um, it's easy. You get, uh, you get some. Can you please acid. do this in a Bill Cosby style voice? What you do? What do I say? <laughs> that's like that's like if Marlon Brando were trying to play Bill Cosby. Yeah, is what if, you what you do? Is you... <laughs> yeah, if Marlon Brando was from the Ukraine, <laughs> what do you do? Is that you get the Jello and the, 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 that's not Bill Cosby. <laughs> you you stick the Jello in an AK forty seven, pour vodka on, you have meth. And then you have myth. The pudding you know, pops. You with the you take uh, the jiggly with the with the wobble wobble, and you have a pudding pop. Yes, and then you have you have the pudding pop. <laughs> uh, a pudding uh, pap smear. Uh, pudding pap smear. All right, go ahead, Mrs. Hand, Mrs. Handler. Just open up and then <laughs> just. <laughs> He just shoves the whole thing of jello in there. Oh my god. Uh everything is perfect minus the minus the obvious uh uh urinary tract infection you're going to you're going to have in about a week because of all the fucking jello pudding I stuffed up in there. <laughs> so do you have a do you have a first thing you ever learned how to cook? Like food-wise, uh, not meth, not drug-wise? Not dr- not drug-wise? Uh I think it, legitimately it was uh uh, uh eggs. Yeah, scrambled, scrambled eggs. Yeah. yeah, I feel like scrambled is a big go-to first. Yeah, uh, you would think you would you would legitimately think that it would be sunny side up because it's literally just you pop the egg, let it cook, and then you're done. Sure, but like you break the yolk, and you know what if you overcook it? And I mean, there's like there there are a lot of a lot of things that can go wrong with sunny side up. That's true. Whereas I think that scrambled scrambled is easy yeah you can get a little messy with scrambled eggs and it's it's okay yeah i think yeah so I, it, I, that's as far back as I, the first thing that 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 actually is precisely the first thing i learned how to cook and i, I felt i felt accomplished and that was that was all i ate that and egos for a while did you learn to cook that on your own or did like you cook it with a family member or i uh, i think my either my mom or my sister showed me how to cook it I can't remember because it was it was a long time ago. How about you, buddy? Uh, I, I mean, I I if you count top ramen, then top ramen. <laughs> I don't I don't count that. Um, I have a first like a first thing that I that I ever sort of threw together as a college student. Like, wow, look, I made something. Uh, and then there's the first thing. Okay. So the first thing I ever learned how to cook was also scrambled eggs, which is boring, and that was your answer, so I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do the same answer. That's lame. Um, so I'm going to go to the first, the first like stupid college recipe I ever put together, and then the first like actual recipe that I was kind of like, oh, this is, this is real food. This isn't just college crap. So the first recipe I ever put together, and I still love these, and I still eat them from time to time. You take a hot dog, and you, you, you grill the hot dog in a pan. And then right and then you put like you have a, a, a tortilla with a layer of cheese on it, ready and waiting for the hot dog. And then 
you put the hot dog on the tortilla while it's still like really hot off the pan and you roll the thing up so the cheese melts and holds the hot dog in place with the tortilla. So you're basically making a hot dog quesadilla and then you just you eat that like a lettuce wrap but not healthy. Uh, <laughs> but but not usually but not healthy cholesterol waiting to happen. So that's that's the first thing I ever threw together and it is delicious but it's also really bad for you. Uh, what kind of cheese? Uh, either provolone or I mean provolone doesn't melt as well, um, but uh, you can also always just pop it in the microwave if you want a little bit of extra melting. Uh, but any cheese you like, I, I I'd say a soft cheese melts better. I'm giving you cooking a, uh, advice now. Would you use a uh, uh, a whole slice, or would you use uh, something uh, like shredded cheese? Uh, either uh, whole slice kind of work. Whole slice is kind of easier for the rolling up process, but shredded, shredded cheese will melt faster. Mm, that makes sense, um, dude, buddy. That that's cool. That's that is that is the MacGyver kitchen right there. That's right. Yeah, MacGyvering shit together. I've always been good at MacGyvering stuff in the kitchen. Um, not always. Iron Chef. Not always. Not when I was like a kid. But then that's exactly why. Because I watched Iron Chef. I learned so much about how to like throw shit together from Iron Chef. Uh, so the first actual recipe I ever made was a barbecue cheesy chicken, uh, where like you you put. Uh, you put barbecue sauce and then you put cheese on top of that. Uh, like, I mean, grill your chicken first and then barbecue sauce and cheese and then cover it with like a small pan. So you basically steam the cheese, like melted into the chicken. Uh, and then I used to cover it with something too. I don't know if it was nowadays. I'd probably do like some onion straws or, you know, chives or some fancy kitcheny shit but i know there was something back then i can't think of what it was but uh but it was a legitimate chicken dish that i cooked on a stove as opposed to like putting it in the microwave oh nice that actually sounds good barbecue a barbecue cheese chicken yeah it is very good it's very whole, good whole, whole cuts of chicken yeah like chicken breast boneless i i did boneless because i didn't you know want to butcher a chicken there you go so those are my first two recipes. So there you go, Tigger Fanatic Forever. Whoops. Oh, uh, shit. There you go, to... anonymous person. Yeah, at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Fuck. What if we get some? what if anonymous person at gmail.com gets a shit ton of email now because we threw that email out there? <laughs> well, then I don't know if they were being quirky or clever because they're like, huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna call myself anonymous at gmail.com. And no one will ever email me. Why am I getting all these emails? <laughs> Mom, someone's emailing me. I don't want anybody to ever email me, so I'm gonna call myself anonymous at gmail.com. <laughs> Honey, why don't you just not get an email? That's not how it works. <laughs> I wanna have the email, I just don't want people to be able to email it. <laughs> Mom, you never understand me. God. I love this guy. This I love guy this guy. Is- I don't know. I think I like him too. I think I think he just he's just he's silly. Mom, people keep calling me on the phone and stuff. Like like people from school call me and want to hang out. Like I don't want them to call me. Why don't you just turn your phone off? Because mom, then I won't be able to receive calls. You never understand me. <laughs> if I turn off my phone, I won't be able to get the fact that they called me. Oh. I like listening to the voicemails. I just don't want them to call me. Oh shit, buddy. Dude, okay, dude. Uh, we, okay, we got to turn this into like serious conversation about what we're supposed to talk about now because our guest just walked into my studio. Um, oh, so Sean Aston is here. 
Uh, hey! Sean Aston is our guest. Sean, there's there's Joseph on the phone. He's he that's that's a gay buddy. I told you about him and how we have sex. Hi, Sean. Uh, he you know Sean obviously, buddy. Uh, so Sean hey, Aston. folks. Sean Aston is here in my recording studio, uh, and uh, he is our next guest on shoot. The shit. The shit. Uh, Sean, did you want to say the shit? Oh, you probably no, because no. that's not you. The fans aren't yeah, going to like it much. He, he's not even he's not even linked up yet, huh, buddy? He, he doesn't even have the mic. You know, set up we're get, we're getting him set up. Uh, my crew over here is is getting him set up with a mic. It's a lav mic, uh, so you don't have and, to like lean into a microphone. And by crew, you mean uh, Ozzy? I, yeah, I am alone with my dog. Um, so Ozzy will get him <laughs> right set up. Sean, you know how to put on a lav mic. Just you do it yourself. That's it's a small <laughs> operation here. What if Ozzy had, you know, he had, you know, like a, a like a V neck, some jeans, and he has a headset as a, as a PA would on on a on a, on a high on a high profile movie set. Uh, he just has all the all the ins and outs. Ozzy, we need a mic on Sean Aston, please. He just goes over there, and does it. Uh, so Sean, thanks for joining us. We're really glad to have you here. Hey, uh, awesome. Well, do people even? Uh, I assume people know who Sean Aston is. Oh yeah, I guess we should talk about some of your credits. Uh, Sean Aston was in Stand by Me uh, with Will Wheaton. <laughs> uh, he played Chance the dog in uh, the the uh, Voyage. That's not what it's called. What's it called? The you mean Homeward Home. Bound. Homeward Bound. That's the one. Uh, he yeah, that uh, was him. He was also in uh, Holes with Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> LaBumph. <laughs> Shia LaBumph. I haven't Shia thought about LaBumph. that in a long time. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, he also was, uh, we, you mostly probably know him from Lord of the Rings where he played Frodo Baggins. Uh, yeah. So Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, not. No, no, no. Oh, he's, he's shaking his head no. No, no, no. He played Elijah Wood's character who played Aragorn. Gotcha. Right, right, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so Frodo played Aragorn, um, yes. voiced by Viggo Mortensen, and Sean yes. played Elijah Wood. Yes. Great, okay. We we got the, sorry, Sean. We Sorry about that, Sean Aston. Not how movies are usually made, so you can understand our confusion, but we got it now. So, buddy, uh, we, we uh, I was talking with Sean, and there's something that he wants to discuss with us as a theme. Um, sure. Uh, so he would like to talk about writing because he knows that you and I are both writers and he has no idea how to write. Um, so he wanted to come and kind of pick our brains about writing. Oh, come um, on. He knows how to write. He helped write the Goonies. What? He, he, he wrote that? I think so. he helped him. I what? think he was in the writer's room for it. Crazy. Oh, I didn't know. So, so you've written before, but he was like really young then. So Yeah, he's a kid. Yeah, he doesn't know how to write as an adult. Um, yeah, so we're going to totally different. We're going to help you out with that. Um, but also he had a special request, um, that I think we should, we should take him up on too while he's here. Um, he is re-auditioning for his role in season three of Stranger Things. Uh, and, uh, so he, okay. he, he wants us. <laughs> <laughs> he's re-auditioning for... <laughs> Damn, that's a, that's just a company being jackasses at that point. We're gonna need you to re. We're gonna need you to re audition for the role that you already portrayed. Oh, that's funny. Um, 
So uh, so he okay. wants to run his audition by us, and, and, and we'll tell him what we think of it. We're going to kind of help him out with his, his audition a little bit, if oh, that's okay to. with you. Yeah, yeah. And okay. he actually, I mean, all joking aside, he's, he is a well-versed actor. Oh, I, yeah. I appreciate his work. Yeah, we love your work, Sean. Um, so, uh, writing. Like, let's let's get started on writing. We'll we'll check out your audition at the end of the episode, um, and we'll kind of give our fans a treat with that too. But uh, let's Absolutely. start with uh, with talking about writing. So, what do you want to know, writing, Sean? What uh, are there any adulterated writing for your pen, your clothes, your paper? Your paper. Let's just, let's say, just say this doesn't rhyme. <laughs> God, um, this song sucks. So, buddy, uh, if you had one like overarching piece of advice about writing for Sean, what would it be? An overarching piece of advice for writing. Uh, legitimately, I'm going to have to steal from Nike and say, uh, eat fresh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, that's, that's important because you got to nourish your body in order for your mind to create. So you're right. Eat fresh uh, is great advice. But no, uh, legit. I think what I was going to say was probably just just write, just just do it. Um, so literally just uh, ripping off Nike. Thanks, buddy. Thanks. Helpful. <laughs> I am I am ripping off my Nikes while simultaneously ripping off Nikes and burning them because of the Copernic ad. Kaepernick, Copernic, Copernicus, Cap- Socrates, Kaepernick, Kaepernick. Yeah. Ha- ha- hepa- hepatitis. Capybara. Kathy Bates, <laughs> but oh man, that's a good question, buddy. Here, uh, can you? I, I would say just do it, but I know I probably have more profound things to say about the literal act and the artistic venture of writing. Do you have? Do you, you want to answer first, and then maybe I can, maybe I can get sparked off with something. Sure. Uh, so uh, I'm not. I don't have a. I don't have a funny answer to this. I take this way too seriously. Uh, because it's my career, and I never joke about my career. Yeah, yeah never. I, I just you make it sound like you're a like you're a freaking uh, like you put people to death row or something. I, I do not joke about my career. I'm a never. florist. I'm... <laughs> and by florist, he means he puts down floors. I put down floors. I don't sell flowers. Everyone's I, always I... coming in, into my shop and like, "Hi, can I get some roses?" I'm like, "No," because we no. sell tile here. Why does everybody keep doing this? It says florist. On I can, the, uh, I can sell you rose-colored carpet. That's as close as I can get. Uh, so here, here is my honest to goodness, heartfelt advice about writing. Uh, this is this is my own philosophy on writing and on art and in, on art in general. Good theater or good books or good art in general should make you feel. But it doesn't necessarily have to make you feel good. That is hmm. the thing that I am always considering when I'm writing. I want, if I write a song, I want you to feel something because of that song. Or I want you to consider something. I want you to think about something. I want you to come away ever so slightly changed because of that song. But that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be happy about it. You might be really upset by the thing that I wrote. You might be offended by the thing that I wrote. You might be in tears or you might be joyously happy because of the thing that I wrote. And any of those reactions are perfectly okay and what I am going for in my writing. I want you to feel, but I'm not necessarily going to send you home like, yay, I feel great about life now. 
Mm-hmm. Do you, so so do you do you think that probably goes more in in line with feeling? Uh, hopefully, I, I I can put this sum it up, but challenged challenged in a positive way, I suppose. I mean, yeah, I I'm not specifically going. I'm not like a shock jock, you know. Like I'm not going out of my way to purposely offend people it's not like i wrote this i wrote this song about penises and assholes and and it's a song where everybody rips their clothes off and like shakes their genitals in your face haha i want you to feel something it's not that kind of stuff it's Mm -hmm. it is a heartfelt thing and it's a personal thing but it's a thing where i want you to have to figure out the material i want you to feel your way through the material and uh uh, if that means that you are sad or upset at the end of it, I'm perfectly okay with that. I'm happier with that than if you get to the end of of one of my shows or one of my songs and you go, well, okay, I wasted three minutes of my life or I wasted two hours of my life watching that because I feel nothing. I, ha- I took absolutely nothing away from that. That to me is the worst kind of art. The art that you walk away from and go, oh, okay, Sure. I, yeah, I absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would much rather be pissed off when I leave a theater because somebody wrote something that that triggered me or hurt me so deeply that I have to be angry about it. I'd rather feel that than walk out of a theater and go, well, I wasted two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now that you've had some time to think, buddy, any uh, any overarching well, thoughts? Was that your... Um... I was going to ask real quick, buddy, was that your advice is to basically make art not uh, not necessarily nice? Yeah, well, no, the advice is more not nice. Sorry. Yeah, I read that, that wrong. But well, what you said was uh, I want to I want to make you feel something. But so basically the, the the advice could be try to make somebody feel something, but it doesn't have to be nice. Yes, I, the, I think the, the real advice there is. Don't censor what you are doing because you're afraid you might offend or because you're afraid that you might hurt someone's feelings with your work. It's it's really more a, a, an advice about censorship and or censoring yourself in your writing. You write mm-hmm. whatever the fuck you are going to write, whatever that message is you have to say or whatever, however awful that character is or however awful the situation in your show Write it as honestly and as truthfully as you can to you, not not trying to to deal with somebody else's limits, not trying to not worrying about, well, if I go too far with this theme, my audience is going to be offended or going to be turned off. Don't do that when you're writing. Don't worry about that crap. You just write your thing. And if people are offended and they will be, people will be offended by things that are not even offensive so just do it anyway. Just whatever comes out of you comes out of you. Don't try to backpedal that into something that fits into an audience's box of comfort. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, oh, there, there it is. There's, there's the golden nugget.